We are Anthony and Danielle. We own a pet food store in Columbus, Ohio called Fangs and Fur that is focused on educating pet owners on feeding food nature intended for our pets. You can find us on Instagram at Fangs and Fur Pets or Facebook at Fangs and Fur. If you want to send in a question for Anthony to answer at the end of each episode, message us through our website at fangsfur.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and leave a review. This is the Fangs and Fur Podcast. You asked, we answered. On this week's episode, we have some burning questions that came in from our amazing customers. Stay tuned for Anthony's expertise and insight. Coming up right now. Thank you so much for everyone who wrote in. We have two questions this week where Anthony answers, so let's just dive in. You ready? Let's go. Feed your pet food made from the freshest and healthiest ingredients found in Steve's Real Food. Every Steve's formula is pH balanced and uses only 100% natural, high-quality USDA-inspected free-range meats and unprocessed whole and functional foods. We know that what you choose to feed your pet is just as important as what you choose to feed yourself, which is why Steve's Real Food is formulated for optimal health that exceeds AFCO minimums. See how much better your pet will feel after just a few weeks on Steve's Real Food. Find out more in the podcast show notes. Our first question coming in, can you explain what cooling proteins really are and when and if they are important? Yeah, this is coming from the Zitellos. Um, hopefully I didn't butcher that. I'm Italian, so I should, I should know how to say it. These are new customers of our really, really awesome couple. But yeah, good question. Um, so we talk about cooling and warming and, and neutral proteins a lot. Uh, and since you asked, I'm, I'm going to give you just like a brief history because I, I think it helps kind of understand these these this whole uh, food energetics uh, topic. So, but for thousands of years, uh, you know, traditional Chinese medicine doctors experts notice that some foods can actually cool down or warm up the internal um, temperature in the body. So they actually started discovering this during the Han Dynasty, like 200 BC. But with this came the the knowledge of the different energies and, and the uses of, of warm and cool f- cooling foods. The original idea was to eat certain foods during certain times of the year. So you'd eat warming foods during, during the winter, cooling foods during the summer. But then they also started noticing that uh, they could use this idea to help treat different health ailments. They noticed that in some people there's an imbalance of energy. So some people ran hot, others cold, but I can take Arthur, for example, uh, Ella's dog. Um, he's a black, all black pit bull. So cute. Very uh, handsome boy. But he, when he, he eats certain proteins, you can feel the heat on him. Like you can f- physically feel it. Uh, like if he eats beef or, I mean, uh, heaven forbid, if he ate venison or lamb, he'd be really, like you can feel the warmth. So by nature, he'd be eating cooling proteins. But yeah, so you know, by using these warming and cooling foods, you could create a, a balance within the body. This is kind of like the the yin and yang effect. It's also important to note that uh, in traditional Chinese medicine, the liver is actually considered the the drive the body's driving force, the source of chi in the body. And so, with the liver being the body's life force, it, there's a really strong uh, emphasis on the liver and making sure that it's balanced. Um, so I'm getting to your question here. So. If your dog is having an allergic reaction, the liver is running hot, it's overheating. Um, And this creates uh, a buildup of phlegm in the body, which then affects the dog's skin and coat and and behavior as well. So if your dog is is having itchy skin and and redness and uh, the grease, a greasy coat, we wanna be feeding cooling proteins. 
so the yin foods, the yin to the yang. Uh, so this would be like duck and rabbit, um, sardines, uh, pollock, uh, milks, kefir, water. Um, all these things are considered cooling um, and they'll help decrease the body's uh, temperature. For healthy animals, you know, your normal uh, dog or cat, you, you want to be getting a good balance of all these proteins. So I think sometimes there's too much of an emphasis on cooling proteins. We just want cooling proteins. But I think we, we want a good balance. Like you you want to have, you know, cooling and neutral and, and warm proteins, you know, depending on time of year and and, and different things going on. But I think a balance is, is really important. So, so warm and proteins aren't bad and they can actually be really beneficial uh, for some dogs, especially pets that run cold, you know, the ones that seek heat, snuggle bugs, ones with cold noses and ears. Um, dogs suffering from arthritis can, you know, especially, you know, arthritis that's affected by cold weather. You know, these dogs can really benefit from, from warmer proteins. Next question. This is really good one what is the easiest food option to feed when boarding or having a friend watch your dog yeah good, good, we get this question a lot in the shop I, I think most people most people who are boarding dogs or watching dogs are have been exposed to raw food at this point i feel like you can make it easier for them like i've i've put in like uh their their daily food in tupperware containers and so and just label it so every day all they have to do is just defrost it and feed it to them um, so that can, you know, definitely make it easier. Uh, sorry, this question is from Barry, the wire hair and, and also Karen, two people asked this question. So, oh. yeah, so most people, you know, who are have boarding facilities or trainers who are also boarding dogs, like, they'll, first of all, they're usually, especially the trainers are usually feeding raw food anyway. So they're, they're, you know, cause they, they're used to they're it. Used to it. So at this point, you know, I'm pretty sure they've handled raw diets. I don't think it's nothing new for them. Yes, you can, you can, like I said, you can portion it and, and separate it by day by day to make it easier for them. And this is a good argument for feeding your dog once a day because then it makes it especially easy for the people watching your dog because they just empty the contents of the Tupperware container and on the platter and that's it. They're good for the day. Have you ever heard of a facility not being okay with that? I haven't. Mm -hmm. I would call them right? if I did. <laughs> That'd be really ridiculous to me. Or maybe um, it's something that not you, ridiculous, but they just they maybe just don't know, and so I've just. But I, maybe I, it's I a question you ask before arriving, just so it's not something that's sure. like yeah. right yeah. at the spot. Yeah. This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. Our friendly professional team helps us offer your pet conventional medicine, surgery, and dentistry, as well as integrative options like acupuncture, chiropractics nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, cold laser therapy, pulsed magnetic therapy, and ozone. We have recently added PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and stem cell therapies. These new therapies increase our philosophy of regenerative medicine and are often used for arthritic conditions but have many other uses as well. We are strong believers in the use of wholesome, fresh foods and raw foods since healthy diet probably accounts for 75% of your pet's health, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or the web at www.lifetimepetwellness.com or call 614-888-2100. But say, say you're kind of stuck in a, in a spot and um, you, do, you just don't want to do the raw food while you're not there or maybe you just don't have a facility close to you that's willing to do it. 
you can do, you know, I, I would recommend either doing the freeze dried. So like, you know, Steve's and Northwest Naturals, like they have freeze dried options, which is it's the same ingredients that they use in their raw food. They just drop the pressure and the temperature and freeze dry it. And, and now it's a shelf stable product. All the people have to do is scoop and put some water or goat milk or some kind of moisture on top of it and then give it to the dog. So that's a good option. We are so proud of our sponsor today, our friends at Steve's Real Food, who help make the Fangs and Fur podcast come true. Anthony, what do you like best about Steve's? They're whole food ingredients. They don't use any synthetics, and it's real simple. When they come into Fangs and Fur, I'll always pull out a box of Steve's Real Food, and I'll show them what's in their food. So come into our shop to learn more about Steve's from Anthony or visit stevesrealfood.com. Um, air-dried food like Zeewee Peak is another really awesome option. Um, it's extremely palatable. Because a lot of times when these dogs go to these daycares or they're being boarded or even if they're staying home and you have a friend watching them, they, they're just naturally going to be stressed and they're going to they're gonna go on food strikes. We see this all the time. And, and people come back to pick up their dog. Their dog dropped like five pounds because they just stopped eating. Having freeze-dried on hand or some Zeewee Peak air-dried food just because of its palatability are really good options because it'll help entice the dog to eat. So those are those are good options too. Just if you don't, if you just want to get away from the raw food why you're not there. Um, those are really easy options that I don't, it depends on the dog, but you know, these, I don't think they'll upset your dog's, uh, digestive process. Um, they're super, uh, digestible and you can also start feeding a little bit, like putting a little bit like over their food as a topper just to kind of get them acclimated to it before they go off to boarding. But that would be, yeah, that'd be my recommendation. And something similar, so we've mentioned this before on a podcast, but if you're traveling with your dog, those are a few options that we also uh, recommend. Yeah, sorry, that, that was, right? I, I kind of, there was two questions there and I kind of blend it into one, but one was if you're traveling with your dog. Oh. Yeah. And so I, we I, we went to Michigan not too long ago and I just packed a freezer full of raw food because I'm, you know, weird, but um <laughs> For most people, you know, they probably just get the freeze dried or the air dried food, uh, especially if you're going like a long distance or you're flying or something like that, then I would recommend doing that. Or I help people a lot by just say, hey, where are you going? You know, you're going to Salt Lake or you're going to, you know, Jackson Hole. I don't know. But we can find a supplier there and we'll, we'll call them up and say, hey, can you just hold this amount of food for us? And then you get there and you get the food. Our vacations look a little different. That's what we like to do now. Look at similar yeah. stores. <laughs> yeah, we do. But that's another option too, is just buying the food when you get there. So, yeah. um, I mean, obviously that depends on where you're going. Right. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for sending in those questions. Uh, next week, we have a few more. The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.